Coming up next on the Jeff Crilly Show, if you are the owner of a company, you're going to want to watch this next episode. You're going to meet the founder of a company that is streamlining the contract process. Her story just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, as the owner of a podcast network and a public relations firm, I can tell you there are things I'm good at and things that I'm horrible at. And contracts make my head explode. <laughs> All that language and the fine print and, uh, you know, party of the first part, party of the second part, that stuff I just don't understand. And that's why I brought in my next guest, Lisa Scott. She's the founder of the Intuitive Edge. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So you spent many years as a corporate attorney. Yes. And in fact, I was... Um, maybe more accurately, it would be a attorney that works in business and helps set up contracts for that business, particularly in the procurement area. Sure. So when did you go out on your own? 2015. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a bold move because I, I did it myself. Mm -hmm. I left the kind of the comfort of Fox 4 News uh, to the, you know, the wild, wild west of entrepreneurship. Uh, it had to take some courage on your part to, to leave what was... A, probably yeah. a, a safe lily pad that you were on. Yeah, yeah, it definitely took a lot of courage, like you said. Um, I felt like I was jumping off of a cliff. You know, sometimes I felt like that. Um, it took, you know, three or four years of uh, really doing a lot of business development before anything really came to fruition and a lot of conversations, a lot of patience. Um, I knew I had something. I just had to figure out how to refine it and um, how to sell it, actually. Yeah. And she's a published author. We've got her book here, and we're going to put the cover up there, M&A Plus. Tell us about mm -hmm. the book. So the book is actually about my long experience working in the corporate world where I saw some gaps in the way that legal services were being provided, particularly when it came with merger and acquisition transitions. So our company specializes in contracts management. And when you're trying to manage contracts and transition and separate um, or merge contracts during an M&A process, it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's going to have more, a more value added end if you use a team that knows how to do it. It's, sure. it's like a specialty. So I actually felt like I sort of created that specialty because I had to do it a couple times in my job and there wasn't a company to go to. It was always kind of a hodgepodge of people that are already there doing this and nobody really had a plan. So I came up with this method where, um, you know, you have a plan, you have a playbook, you have the right team in place, um, and they can just um, push through a transition, even if it means making temporary deals with some of the third parties um, sure. in order to close the deal. And then the post-close, there's, you know, then you can clean up a lot of the things, but it's, it's you know, it's, 
it's fast, it's effective, and it's cost effective for the customers. And uh, just a recent example, we got a, a, a contract um, issue where there were revisions and we took stuff out mm -hmm. and then the two revisions later it had been put back again. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I mean right. you guys kind of know mm -hmm. all of the 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 sneaky things yep. that can happen in the in the contract process. Yes. So my team works day in and day out on the, those kind of things. So we have um, attorneys that have worked with um, you know in those types of no negotiations for a long time. Um, and then we have contract administration staff, and then we have project management, which is something that's not normally included in a legal service, um, but it does help with the visibility into tracking what, what the status of contracts and, and things like that. So um, it's a really effective model. We've proven it over and over again on, on uh, many projects that we've already done. Um, and it is... Uh, a little bit of an art, that back and forth. It's it's a, a lot of it is about the relationship that the person might have with the other side. Um, you know how you know picking and choosing what's really important and what's not, and things like that. We know how to close a contract. Yeah, and that helps. And sometimes the the parties involved, uh, you know, are taking it personally, and having mm -hmm. having a buffer like you makes a lot of sense. We're going to show your website and scroll down it because I was just impressed with. Um, all the different offerings that you have and the mm -hmm. people that you help. Uh, and you can work on, on the buy side or the sell side. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us why that's important. Well, contracts management is contract management regardless. So the process that we have set up works, you know, if you're trying to spin off and separate a lot of, a lot of the spinoffs have to deal with separating contracts or transitioning or replicating or things like that. Um, on the buy side, it's sort of the same thing, but you're, but you're just putting it into an existing company. So it's different, but it's the same for, for our work. It's very similar. Sure. So it doesn't really matter what side we're on. And we often go from the sell side and then we get hired by the buy side to continue nice. the process. Mm -hmm. well, what, uh, what size companies do you like to work with? Oh, all sizes. I mean, a lot of the volume comes from the bigger corporations, obviously, but sure. You know, I'd, I'd love to work with some smaller companies, too. I think it would be great. Absolutely. We've got a little video of you speaking because mm -hmm. she's a very popular speaker. Tell us uh, what you love to speak about. Well, this, this video is me speaking. I, I was actually doing a pitch. It was a pitch contest. Um, I do like to talk about my business. Um, I have also been on podcasts where I talk about my history, my life, how I got to where I got. So a lot of you know, other people that start businesses, you know, they want to learn about other people that started businesses and were able to take it to a certain level and how they got there. And my story is kind of, I mean, I'm not going to say it's unique because everybody has their own unique story, but I do have kind of a fun story, I should say, you know, um, throughout my career, to, you know, from when I was younger to now. So it's kind of fun to talk about that. And it usually takes, you know, an hour, <laughs> hour of a podcast. <laughs> no, I think it's fascinating. And, and clearly you're passionate about what you do. So if there's somebody at home watching this right now saying, well, I have a in-house attorney or something like that, what the in-house attorney might be good at is not necessarily uh, what they need when, when they're doing a big deal. Right, exactly. And we do work with a lot of in-house attorneys, general counsels, and they definitely, um, we need them and we need them to have their place, but they don't always want to get into the nitty gritty of managing these contracts through and the administration part of it is really heavy. And then having our attorneys actually close the contracts for them to their 
approval, you know, to what they want to approve in their companies um, is very helpful to them. So, and, you know, the legal departments might go to a law firm and it's much more expensive to use a law firm than to use a company like mine where we can, we consolidate a lot of our, our, um, our volume <clears throat> because we, we work with so much volume that sure. we're able to offer a lot better price with, you know, very high quality legal service as well. And, um, but it's common for us to work closely with other attorneys that are in charge of certain spaces in the business, like compliance or business, you know, the business transaction. Sure. I think um, many of my viewers can probably identify with uh, the contracts that you sign when you buy a house. And mm -hmm. sometimes, yep. you know, those closing mm -hmm. contracts are that thick. Yep. Uh, it, is that similar to what you see in the M&A world? Um, so sometimes um, I think that that's probably um, unique to that that space is most of our contracts could be anywhere from, you know, 20 to 100 pages, I want to say. So they're not that big, but sure. still, there's a lot of provisions and there's a lot of things to read through. And um, when you get comfortable and used to doing that, then you start to understand, you know, all the different um, ways that people want to get what they want in them. What's really risky? What's not risky? How do you reduce your risk? How do you, you know, cap certain liabilities, for sure. example? And we have all kinds of standards that we can provide to the customer and then help the customer create their own standards. And then we push that standard through yeah. to, you know, completion. And there's probably language that you're used to seeing that a typical business owner would see and say, yeah, that doesn't sound bad. And you would say, mm -hmm. no, you're not mm -hmm. signing that. Yeah, there's definitely situations. Or here's the risk if you do sign it. I mean, right. we're not the, I mean, we're not always, we're not the decision maker, but we want to, we want to make the decision maker very informed. Absolutely. Well, clearly you're very knowledgeable, Lisa. So <laughs> in the time we have left, a uh, person watching mm -hmm. this who says, gosh, uh, I think I might need to talk to Lisa. Mm -hmm. What's the process look like? Can they contact you through the website? Yep. So we have a contact page on the website www.in2edge.com. My email is actually lisa at in to edge.com in number two edge.com um so either of those is is a great way to contact me. and there's no obligation to just f find out if, if they have uh, a case or something no. that you, mm -hmm. just just the mm -hmm. visit is free that's awesome okay we're going to end with the uh, the website which is into edge.com the great lisa scott thanks go. for coming on the show thank you thanks for having me that's it for now we'll see you next time